So I want to dispel you of that notion completely. Uh, that is not what you have to do uh, when you're here in a country like Ukraine. Experience. Welcome back to another episode of the Czar Experience with me, Connor Klein. I am here in Odessa Mama, speaking to you from Red Line, which is a luxury beach club here that are graciously hosting me uh, for my stay while I'm here. So definitely if you come to Odessa, you want to have that kind of beach club vibe experience here. It's a early summer June it's already pretty hot as you can see behind me packing people so definitely consider that gonna link it below in the description to this video so in this episode of the vodka vodcast I'm going to be going into a topic that has surprised me in the fact that it's come up but we are gonna talk about whether you need to be a sugar daddy to get beautiful women here in Ukraine so speaking to you from a luxury beach club is probably appropriate for uh, this kind of uh, topic of course so that's another reason if you do want to be a sugar daddy then this is the kind of spot you should definitely be hanging out as as a baller here at Redline so definitely go check that out in the description if that's what you're into now more seriously um, where does this idea come from well people have actually asked me this directly you know they see in my videos like you do all these beautiful women and you know, it all looks so glamorous and everything and they asked me hey are you paying these girls to hang around do you need to you know be a provider and basically a sugar daddy in order to have these beautiful women around you and in your company and obviously have a relationship with them so to start today's video i want to go into just to be clear what is a sugar daddy and what's not a sugar daddy so that has a, maybe a slightly different connotation when we're talking about eastern europe as opposed to what might be in North America or Western Europe. So a sugar daddy is normally, um, almost always because it's a daddy, an older guy who provides a lot of financial benefits to a younger uh, girl. Um, so it's normally an older gentleman who's going to uh, financially support a younger girl in exchange basically for sex uh, we could say a relationship that includes sexual benefits uh, so I would see personally as kind of prostitution light uh, as opposed to like <laughs> prostitution hard or heavy but or you could say it is a relationship very light and not very committed if it's going to be just about about the finances so uh, if that's what someone is into then fine cool as long as it's uh, of course uh, consensual if you want to spend your money to have some pretty younger woman around and if that sugar babe as she's known the, the younger woman you know wants to uh, hang around with some old dude uh, just for money well that's her you know that's her choice that's freedom of freedom of choice with something I believe in that you should be you know allowed and no one should tell you that you can't do that if that's what you're into but um, so that's what a sugar daddy sugar babe relationship is now that's very different uh, to my lifestyle um, here in Ukraine and it doesn't have to be also something that you have to do uh, if you come here to uh, Eastern Europe and you want to date beautiful women uh, who may be a lot considerably younger than you or more younger than you're used to in, in say Western Europe or North America. 
So it's definitely not obligatory. So how does this question actually even come up and why is it particularly uh, pertinent to Eastern, to Eastern Europe? Now, there is at times when I read the comments to these videos, a strain of thought where basically uh, a perception that women in Eastern Europe are quote unquote easy or very promiscuous or easily bought, for example, by money. And you know, I go into other videos about that and why I don't think that's been particularly not true in Ukraine. You can check it out. I'll drop a below in the description link to that also up in, up in a card. Um, and I feel that that kind of stereotype normally comes from guys who've actually never been to a country like Ukraine and they have this perception uh, probably based on their own projections of their own fears or their own inadequacies and insecurities that yeah these beautiful women in Europe but, but they're just like uh, to be bought um, or they're just interested in money. Uh, so that's what I feel a lot of this stereotype comes from and it's not actually from guys who come here to Ukraine or to Belarus or to Russia and actually you know, travel and experience and, and, date, and date local women. Now, that said, it is very important if you come here to a country like Ukraine that you understand that the gender roles are a lot more traditional in dating and that you have to be uh, very affirmative and take the lead uh, in the relationship. In North American dating culture, normally guys pay for stuff on the first date and all that kind of stuff, which is less common, say, in Western Europe. But that is the culture here. And definitely there is a stronger emphasis on the guy being more of a provider in a relationship than is probably the, the norm today in, uh, in Western Europe in particular. So that's something to be very aware of. Now that is very different to uh, a sugar daddy, sugar babe um, relationship and setup for sure. It's not the same thing. It's uh, just like I always say, it's like dating in my, my, my dad's time back in you know, the UK or in, or in Ireland. Basically, you're the guy. Um, you organize the date, if you invite a girl out, you pay the bill, there's no going Dutch or splitting the bill or anything like that. And for a lot of guys who come here, then they perceive this to mean that the girls are only interested in being um, subsidized and brought out and having money spent on them. They have to buy them all these gifts, all this, they have to spend all this money to impress the girls. Uh, and normally when I talk to these guys, uh, I have some normally potential clients and I, I speak to them on the phone and ask about their experience and one of the big problems that they face is they end up with these kind of gold diggers who who use them for money and actually don't have any sort of relationship with them at all other than being subsidized uh, and I ask them like um, you know why did you go and spend all that money did just because she asked for it did you you know why did you feel you had to do it and they, they, they just think that basically uh, that's that's the way it is in East Europe they have to keep spending money uh, on women in order for to kind of buy their affection. So I want to dispel you of that notion completely. Uh, that is not what you have to do uh, when you're here in a country like Ukraine. If you want to do that, if you want to spend all your money to impress girls, well, you're going to get up with definitely a certain type of girl at the end of the day. And that's the one who actually wants uh, just material stuff and is not obviously emotionally connected to you uh, most likely at all. So uh, that's not something I would recommend for you <laughs> if you come here to Ukraine that you end up with, uh, with, uh, with girls who are just interested in money because those girls exist everywhere across the world. It's not going to be in Eastern Europe. You, know, you can find them in London or New York or Paris if you want. You don't have to travel here to find, that kind of, to find that kind of girl. So wherever I travel in the world, I always respect the local customs and in particular in dating here is the Ordnung If I invite a girl out, obviously I am going to pay the bill, but I also then decide where we're going to go and what we're going to have. So you do have full control 
um, in that respect when you're paying for stuff, when you are the one actually uh, leading. So don't feel like you have to you know, go to the most expensive restaurant in, um, in Ukraine just, to, just because it's a date and you're a foreigner and you have to impress the girl. You can just honestly bring a girl you know, for a coffee uh, and pay for the coffee, obviously you should do that. Um, or take a walk in the park. You don't have to, you don't have to spend all this money uh, when you're here in Ukraine and be this kind of provider and sugar daddy and impress girls with money in order to have uh, you know, success, that's for sure. So here in Ukraine, with the relative purchasing power that f the foreigners have normally when they come here, uh, it's very, I mean, my lifestyle, if you watch my Instagram stories, my handle is uh, Zara Experience. You'll see that I'm always like out eating in very nice places. Uh, I don't necessarily need white cloth table service and stuff like that, uh, you know, three times a day, but I love great food and great coffee. So I'm going to be hanging out in those places. And obviously, um, by local standards, those places are definitely more expensive than the average. And that goes without saying, because I'm paying for quality. And depending on a girl's socioeconomic status, that can be very impressive, of course. I mean, just because it's normal for me and for my friends. And, you know, when I was used to work as a lawyer, that would also be very normal. Uh, within our social circle, it may be something that might be seen as, you know, high-end or very exclusive or, you know, providing a lot. Um, if the girl, for example, comes very, you know, is a student, doesn't have money, etc., that could be seen like that. But that part of the dating culture is very different to getting into this kind of sugar daddy, sugar babe relationship where you're buying gifts, uh, you're bringing her, flying her around the world, wherever, maybe back to your home country, or you're like, you know, bringing her to the most expensive places, having a table at the club or the karaoke bar and just buying like, you know, bottle service after bottle after bottle or bringing her shopping. Um, these are things that are definitely well in excess of like what is normally expected if you were here in Ukraine and, you know, you were dating as a local, which I definitely um, recommend that you go for as, as a, like, as a, as a policy in general. So to answer one of the first questions, uh, one of the big questions that I get asked, actually more in private when I talk to people is, do I pay uh, girls in general to be part of the Zara experience? And that is an overwhelming no, I don't pay anyone uh, to be in my videos. What you actually see here on the Zara experience on my channel is just me and my experience living uh, this travel lifestyle in the, east, in the east of Europe, in the raw east of Europe, as I like to say. So definitely no one is paid to be in my videos. This is just a representation, my representation, and my way of communicating uh, to you and how I live my lifestyle here in Eastern Europe and how you can do it as well and why it is so uh, attractive to me uh, compared to we're living in Western Europe or North America. Uh, under At the moment, at least. So to answer the second question, do I get into this you know, pattern of just buying girls gifts or trying to impress them with money. Uh, that is also an overwhelming no. Of course, I like to hang out uh, as you do in nice places. I you know live that good life. And if I invite a girl to hang out with me and enter my world of, in this culture, 100%, I am paying the bill for that. But I don't go in excesses. I don't start trying to impress girls by you know, buying them gifts or going shopping with them uh, just to try and buy their affection. And I don't recommend that you do that either so if it's possible for for me to come here and you know date in that way how do you go about it that's probably what you're asking yourself right now especially if you've read a lot online about guys who are scammed or guys who end up basically sponsoring girls uh, when they're here in Eastern Europe so how do you uh, avoid getting into that kind of 
uh, frame and relationship while you're here. Now I'm going to outline a few ways that you know, I design my lifestyle structure here and that you can uh, copy so that you can enjoy uh, the same success when you come here. So the first thing I focus on is building my interpersonal relationships with people in the cities that I frequent and bringing my good energy and vibe and value to the table uh, when I'm just living my daily life here uh, in Eastern Europe, like in a city like Odessa. So I'm going to focus on building relationships, not just with girls, but here also with guys who are my friends and designing my life in a very attractive way. And I also, of course, went and learned Russian, which is the most important language for traveling in Eastern Europe, and actually also Ukrainian, which I learned to like a high beginner level, because I want to build those internet, you know, those, those relationships with the local people. I'm also really interested and curious in the countries that I travel to, and in particular here in Ukraine, where I spent a lot of time over the last five years, and that interest is genuine. And I'm always focusing, you know, on how I can improve myself and how I can meet more and more great people while I'm here. So that's one thing to focus on. So they come here with an open attitude and do your research and really try to, you know, bring your good energy and positive values to the table and meet as many people, create that social uh, circle. Even if you're going to be only here for a, you know, a short time, you know, focus on, you know, not getting into like, I'm going to throw lots of money around and try and track women this way, but actually generally bringing your, your positivity and learning how to, you know, communicate and meet people while you're here. So how does all this actually help me with, with girls and avoiding being a sugar daddy here in Ukraine? Well, the first thing is it actually distinguishes me quite dramatically from the masses, the hordes of foreign guys who come here during the summer to chase girls and end up being labeled basically as a sex tourist, uh, which obviously is something that you want uh, to avoid. Uh, obviously here by the seaside, there are just like, you know, scores of guys from, mainly from Turkey, uh, Israel, Arabic countries, Western Europe, and they're here in big groups and they're of course, as most young virile guys uh, here looking for girls, looking for romance, looking for you know, maybe to meet a woman uh, to get married, but they're all here doing that and they all basically do the same things, which is like they go on Tinder, they hang out in one or two spots in the city, they try to use English uh, exclusively. So being able to distinguish yourself from that crowd is of huge value, especially in a city like Odessa, which gets a lot of tourism and a lot of tourists in general have a bad reputation within the city. And that's not going to be in your interest to be, you know, if you cannot distinguish yourself from those kind of guys. That's the first big, huge benefit that I get personally from, from having learned the language, actually been generally interested in, in the culture and the local people uh, here in Odessa, in Ukraine. So the second big thing that I do is actually understand the local uh, customs and traditions in respect to dating and leading and being affirmative. And I'm not, I'm able to actually open conversations with girls effectively um, here in Eastern Europe. And this also, of course, allows me to build rapport and you know, multiply my opportunities to meet girls that I'm interested in uh, while I'm here. And that's something that's really important. This is actually something that I help my clients with a lot when they arrive because there's a lot of things that everybody needs to learn. Like I had to spend a lot of time learning years, in fact, in order to be able to communicate effectively uh, during the kind of, I guess, courting process here, depending on how long and short your relationship is going to be. And that's something that that so many guys struggle with. Actually, there was a, a group of German guys they're actually sitting on the table just across from me the, the last two mornings. Uh, good looking guys, had the shit together. We're staying obviously in a luxury place, so they also are successful uh, financially. And uh, 
yeah, they told me that uh, one of the guys did have success, but uh, he also had a bad experience where he got ripped off and scammed by some girls of uh, the tune of a thousand euros. So he had an up and down one uh, experience. But the rest of them said, like, compared to their expectation, their stereotype, they thought it would be easy uh, to pick up Ukrainian girls. But what they found was that first thing was the language barrier, so not being able to speak Russian just for communication was a problem but also the locals were not interested in speaking to foreigners in general that's because of this bad reputation uh, so you have to be able to adapt and learn how to you know communicate with them and open up a conversation and then follow through uh, in terms of escalation uh, within that uh, that relationship and that's something that's you know quite different between uh, Western Europe and North America and here in Eastern Europe and learning that is really really important um, and that's actually the key I think really to avoiding being in this um, you know needing to be a sugar daddy if you come here or just like throwing money around because that's the old, that's basically a poor substitute uh, for not being able to you know communicate effectively and make yourself attractive to local girls when you're here so let me illustrate this with an example like I also love Brazil uh, it's actually my favorite country in the world and there Brazilians love to kiss in and they don't care if it's in public or not right so this is something that's just part of Brazilian culture if you're having a conversation with a girl you might have just met and the rapport is going really well then it's pretty easy to then start kissing each other it's something that's pretty normal in the in the local culture in the local dating culture and that's very different here in, in a country like Ukraine where kissing in public especially with someone you've met you know at a bar at a club or a restaurant during the day or on the beach is not normal now, of course it does happen uh, but it happens a lot less frequently and girls are not going to feel as comfortable with it as they are in a country like Brazil so that's something that I obviously have to adapt to since I love being Brazil I love Brazilian women and also then obviously love Ukrainian girls as well although I did make some videos warning you exactly things to be careful of uh, here about certain Ukrainian girls so definitely go check those out but you've probably already seen them I'll put them up in a card and down below in the description again so that's a very important example where you have to understand that if you try to you know escalate to kissing uh, too quickly um, and it's not it's not definitely not the norm here then that's probably going to meet with some resistance the girls not going to feel comfortable and you should be aware of that uh, and you know maybe go somewhere that's uh, that's not so public if you're going to try and kiss her for example so just to give you a, you know more to illustrate that with an actual solid concrete example of where you know that cultural understanding is really important so that you can you know meet girls and have a relationship with them uh, while you're here and not get you know not in a situation where you have to start throwing money around desperately to try and try and attract them because you're not going to attract the girls you really want uh, when you do that um, but if you but it's free world if you want to just throw money around <laughs> make it rain make it rain in the club or in the beach club here in conclusion do you need to be a sugar daddy in order to date or meet or sleep with beautiful women in Ukraine the overwhelming answer is no yet me you don't need to do that in order to be successful I mean you can do that if you want and it will bring you a certain degree of success undoubtedly but it's not necessary in um, you know my friend Rude uh, he loves to say that you know anyone can get laid anyone can get a pretty girl just standing beside a Lamborghini uh, but try doing that if you're standing beside a bicycle and it's a different story and it's both are just as possible in my opinion of course you can play that you know, provider game and have the Lambo have the Bugatti sitting outside the club and the table 
uh, just like make it rain and bring the girls shopping and just try and buy her. Uh, that's one route to success, but it's not necessary. And I don't think you're going to get uh, the quality of girl that you really want if that's you know the, the decision you decide to make. If you come here, you know, with that open mind, good vibe, uh, local knowledge. Uh, understand the dating culture and create a really positive experience and bring that girl into your world which is super interesting and provides value for them you'll also have that success with the beautiful girls and that brings me on to well at the end of the video right now and I'm actually looking forward to getting back to you know hanging out by the pool got a client here with me who flew in over the weekend we're in Odessa for a few days before we're gonna go to Minsk in Belarus and then on to Russia to uh, St. Petersburg for a big party, um, which is on the 23rd of June, which is the Scarlet Sales, kind of the end of the university year. And I've never been there, I haven't been to St. Petersburg for a long time, but I'm looking forward to getting back to Russia and actually making my first vlogs from there. So definitely uh, watch out for those. You're gonna see them very soon. But I have a question for you. What are you doing next weekend? Uh, maybe you're being a sugar daddy somewhere <laughs> in your hometown, but more seriously, it could be you, just like my client is here with me uh, in Odessa, uh, larging it up here, living the Zara experience. Uh, it could be you here. And I understand that, you know, Zara experience is not for everybody. If you're someone that doesn't want to like uh, develop themselves and kind of reach for a very, very high standard and is happy like maybe hanging out in a youth hostel and, uh, you know, chasing the um, average girls, uh, no matter where you are, uh, not aspiring to kind of push yourself to that top uh, level and uh, just having an unforgettable experience when you're traveling, then it's not going to be for you. But you're at the end of another video, so I'm guessing it pro you're probably looking for something better than that because there's a lot of other content providers here on YouTube who make videos about being that kind of person and fair play to them. They're sharing their experience and they're inspiring millions of other people to uh, follow in their footsteps. But that that's not what this channel is about. Uh, that's not the kind of person that I actually want to coach and work with personally because I don't think I can generally help uh, that kind of person as much as I do my, my clients that I have at the moment. So if uh, you want to live the Zara experience, it could be next weekend, uh, quite literally, then write me an email at ConnorKlein at ZaraExperience.com or DM me on my Instagram. Uh, my handle there is Zara Experience. And basically I'm gonna ask, uh, I'm gonna send you a little questionnaire. It'll only take you one minute to, to complete and send it back to me. And then if I think that it's a good fit for us to work together, then we're gonna jump on a brief strategy call for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and we're gonna get to know each other a little bit better and figure and see when we can structure uh, you coming and living the Zara Experience for yourself. Because, you know, I wanna make these trips unforgettable and just massive value to my clients and the feedback I'm getting from them is great we're just kind of improving on things all the time pushing it higher and higher and seeing them improve and have success with beautiful women having it's not just about women this is our experience I mean you see all those you know beautiful images in in my videos but it's just about coming here and living that kind of baller experience uh, if you understand the American term like living the high life just pushing that because uh, here in Eastern Europe, your dollar, euro, pound goes so much further and you can just push yourself um, to a higher level with your, with your money, no matter how much you're making. Uh, and stay safe and also avoid all the scammers. I, I refer to the German uh, guy who's sitting here who's been scammed out of a thousand euros. Just a, another beach club 
further down you're in Arcadia uh, by a typical scam. If you're with me, obviously you don't need to worry about those things. I'm gonna have you prepped. I'm gonna be making sure that you don't get caught up by those scams. So obviously you don't need to be worried about them hit by those kind of scams because I'm gonna be with you and looking out for you, making sure none of those things happen while you're here. Also have access to all my great connections, my crew when we're partying here in a city like Odessa. It could also be in Minsk, it could be in Russia. We're gonna head to St. Petersburg afterwards or someone else in the region. Uh, we can figure out which city is a good fit for you in particular. And yeah, what are you doing next weekend? I appreciate that living this lifestyle you know, full-time is not realistic uh, for most people. But I think back to when I was a lawyer working, you know, really long hours uh, in private practice. You know, I used to joke it was nine to nine, but sometimes even nine until the next morning. Um, on the weekend working so I understand what it's like to work in that really high stressed environment and I used to dream and look forward to you know just, just coming here to Eastern Europe at the time I could only come for a few weeks a year and it took me a long time to figure everything out right I think time is one of those really crucial elements that it's easy to overlook and not fully appreciate like if you come here and you don't have the reconnaissance done, you don't know where the best places are, it's gonna take you a long time to figure out on several trips, and with me, you don't have to worry about that. We're gonna hit the ground running, gonna be, you know, on schedule to go to the best places at the best time, and that's really invaluable, I find. Uh, I actually went to a new city in Belarus uh, about three or four weeks ago, and it actually took me a week to figure everything out where it was, and I speak Russian, and I just had that, I even had someone who've been there before make recommendations, but it does take that kind of lead-in time to nail things and get it down and understand a new place. So definitely, uh, I look forward to uh, guiding you and bringing you through that experience and making it unforgettable. I've rambled on probably for way too long, as usual, in these podcast episodes. Um, so with that, with that said, and that being the end of today's episode, I will see you in the next video, just thinking what's probably likely to come up. Probably going to be in Russia by the time we have this one edited up. So, Dobrybachina and Disvidania from Odessa, Ukraine. See you very, very soon in the next video. And maybe, just maybe, even next weekend, somewhere here in Eastern Europe. Ciao. Sar Experience.